Warning, the first 13 episodes of this podcast suck Merlin's left saggy nut. Please start your listening at episode 14, or at least the Christmas special, for adequate comedy content. Thank you for choosing the Hot and Pottered podcast, where the jokes are dad quality at best, the points don't matter, and we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Hello, and welcome to the Hot and Pottered podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jacon. And I'm Caitlin. And on this podcast, we read and talk about Harry Potter fan fiction that makes us all, dare we say, hot and potter. Disclaimer, we do not own Harry Potter. All rights reserved to J.K. Rowling and Warner Brothers. We just doing this for fun. And hide your kids, hide your wives, because this shit's explicit. Ooh, so smutty. E-X-X-X-Blessed. And action. Kate, it's your favorite Hufflepuffs. Oh, God. <laughs> the next Griffin Claw is back. Uh, hey, guys, it's Caitlin. And Jacon. Back for episode two, huh? Oh, boy, of Back to School by Fruity Rowing. Um, yeah. <laughs> we sound like radio show hosts. Did we? And now for some smooth jazz. Oh, no. Did we uh, give the author credit last time? Yeah, we totally did. I okay, made sure good. we did. I don't, I don't yeah. remember that. But yeah, that's important. And, yeah, Let's we'll make sure keep, to... Keep doing that. <laughs> definitely. I'm going to put the link in the description. Perfect. So I'm going to make sure they're getting credit for their awesome work. People can follow along. Yeah. All right. So yeah. I, I have a question for you. You know, what you said about non-canonical slash or gay pairings last time made me sure. wonder, how do you feel about Wolfstar, which is, for those of you who don't know... Sirius Black and Remus Lupin. Huh. Yeah, because I'm okay with it. <laughs> Actually, I can see it. It yeah, makes sense to me. Yeah, that doesn't sound too crazy. No, not at all. Because, um, I'm, well, I can understand Lupin not getting a girlfriend in, in Hogwarts because he's afraid right, of right, right. the whole werewolf thing and his own, you know, inner turmoil. Yeah, I could see, I could see Sirius kind of experimenting more than Lupin, just because I think Lupin had his own, like, yeah, his own demons. Yeah. Like well, he own... has his own inferiority complex that he has to deal with. Yeah. So. I don't know if that would lend more to experimenting with your sexuality or less. I don't know. Well, it's like don't they know. don't have any... Their friend group is the four of them. And it, I'm, you don't really hear about Lupin having any friends outside of that, or Sirius Black having any friends outside of that group. Or you never hear about, you know, all the girls that Sirius Black was going out with back in their day. Oh, yeah, he was a real player. Didn't hear any of that. Yeah, I'm not sure. That was a tough question. But, like, also it would make sense because Sirius Black basically used Lupin as his weapon in a murder plot. Like, how did Lupin reconcile that afterwards? Wasn't he like, man, you're my best friend. How could you do that to me? And I could see him being more forgiving if he's in love with Sirius. You're all about that. You're like... Because I think it's real. And, you know, as much as I don't like them as people, and no, I would not want them as friends, Um, still think they're deserving of love. Like, it would have been nice. I don't know. Sirius Black has a sad life. It would have yeah, been nice true. if he had something in school. I mean, because afterwards he doesn't have anything. I mean, it all gets, like, taken away from him. He gets betrayed. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, Dumbledore is right in saying that 
James and Lily chose the wrong person to put their trust in. Did Peter Pettigrew. Yeah, they, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter Pettigrew was the secret keeper, and they because right. they thought he would be like a, a red herring because Voldemort would think that of course they would make Sirius Black the secret keeper. Right, right. When they should have probably made Dumbledore the secret keeper because he would have been, I guess, the the surest choice, the most logical. But that is uh, that is not one of the the characteristics of a Gryffindor. Nope, it is not. Trusting of friends when they yeah. probably shouldn't. Uh, it's just kind of sad though. But they also treated Peter like a like shit. Yeah, but I mean, didn't he deserve it? <sighs> Did he really? I don't know. He I just mean, was as like a always around. 16-year-old boy who just wanted friends. I, I mean, honestly, honestly, like, the only reason they were friends with him, because he was in Animagus, too. Well, they all, like, they were friends before that, though. They all became Animagus together for Lupin, for their friend Lupin. Yeah. Like, the only reason know. that Peter Pettigrew was able to do it is because he had his friends to help him. So they were friends before that. So, I don't know, I'm just kind of like, look, some of the things that Sirius Black says to him is just it's really, really mean. Yeah, kind of he, shows him as a bully, even to his own friends. It's weird. He was always like the. I mean, I. Yeah. I'm thinking about like my like guy friend group. It, yeah. We were always like rag on each other like that and stuff. And I yet, know, but there is usually like that one guy that doesn't quite know how to give it back quite as much, so he gets more of it. I know, but he just—it's there in the book. He just—it makes him really embarrassed. And he's like Neville. He's not the type of kid that's just going to give it back. I mean, eventually he does. I see that dynamic as almost like Snape and Neville, their dynamic, where it's just like this really quiet, bumbling kid who's trying to get by. And there's this other guy who's <laughs> who has more powers just being an asshole when he really doesn't need to be. I don't know. Anyway, how do you feel about Wolfstar? Why is it Wolfstar? Oh. Yeah, Wolfstar. Serious Black Ramus Lupin. I don't know why it's Wolfstar. That's a really good question. Why is it Wolfstar? Like, Blupin? (laughs) I can see why it's Wolfstar. Or like, uh, it'd be like, Wolfdog. Wolfdog. (laughs) Oh, okay. Wolfstar is the shipping name. So this is what AminoApps.com, the Harry Potter wiki says. Wolfstar is the shipping name of Remus Lupin and Sirius Black. Wolf obviously represents Remus. Lupin's a werewolf. And Star, uh, that part stands for Sirius because there's also a, a star called Sirius. Oh, Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's sense. a star called Sirius B. Yeah, it's... So, yeah, so there's also one called Sirius A, so I mean... Yeah, I think Sirius B is the one you can actually see. Yeah, yeah. you can. Anyway, how do you feel about the pairing? Like I said, I'm just kind of like, I'm like mediocre about it. This. Oh, come on. Okay, that's it. The next pairing that we're reading is going to be Wolfstar. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to get you on this train. Uh, I doubt it. <laughs> well, question for you, then. It's going to be much simpler. Oh, boy. What was um, your favorite book? Oh, no! I'm, oh, no. My favorite Give it to me! Book! Oh, God. I don't know what my favorite book is, actually. <laughs> right. Uh, probably the last one because all everything is like tied together. You know everything now, pretty much as much as you can know. How did you but, feel about the uh, the epilogue? <laughs> I'm okay with the epilogue. You know, okay. I'm okay with it. 
people get really mad about what Harry Potter named his kids. <laughs> well, and, I mean, pretty dumb names, but... <laughs> wizard names are dumb names! Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, uh, Dumbledore's name... One of his names is Brian, after all of the weird-ass fucking names that he has. One of them's <laughs> Brian. Well, he is the Brian of the wizarding world, so I mean, it makes sense. It would have to be the last book. Mostly because there's just... I mean... Probably a tie between six and seven, because that's when we get the most Snape content. <laughs> of course. Of course. He's just a fascinating character to me. We get some backstory. I don't know. I don't want to get into it. Anyway, chapter two. Whoa, whoa, whoa. you got to turn it back to me. <laughs> oh, I yeah. Okay. To... Jaycon's reading uh, chapter two. No, oh, I want to explain my favorite book, damn it. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you didn't ask me how I felt about Wolfstar. Well, it's pretty obvious you're all about it. And you even said you you liked it. Did I? Oh. Yeah, so don't even. (laughs) Don't even. All right, what's your favorite book? Don't go there with me. Please, enlighten us, Jaycon. What what is your favorite book? Book four. Oh, the sports book. I thought it was great. It, like, really hit, like, this turning point for Harry. yeah. Yeah. Of, like... Okay, like, I'm going to school and, like, doing weird shit, and weird shit keeps happening to me, but then, like, shit hits the fan at the end, you know? Oh, yeah. My Uh, boy! And, like, characters start dying. My only boy! There's, like... Gets me every time. The whole, like, Triwizard Tournament was so cool, like... And then we all know, Florida de la Clore in the lake. Oh, my God! Okay, maybe our next pairing will have to be Florida Court and the Giant Squid. <laughs> hey, you can read that to me, but I'm going to read you some Wolfstar, and you're going to like it. <laughs> if it's out there, we, we should definitely find some. <laughs> Wait, Wolfstar or Florida la Squid? Florida la Squid. Oh, jeez, I'm sure it is. I'm, I'm... <laughs> Just the modern world's fascination with hentai. Hey, I'm here for it. I mean, uh, hey. I'll listen to it. I'll cringe at it. I'll read it. I'll get all hot and pottered <laughs> with it. All right. Um, <laughs> so the fourth book. Okay. Uh, everybody's going to think I'm like some weirdo that's like, watch this. I was like, oh, uh, Remus uh, Lupin, Sirius Black, can't have that. But Flor del Core and the Giant Squid. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. I'm just some crazy weirdo. <laughs> well, honestly, honestly, I said the Flor del Core and the Squid is a joke. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, how is that more canonical than Wolfstar? <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it still would be really funny to read. That's that's just comedy. Oh yeah, definitely. If they find a way to make that fit canonically, like oh my god, please give it to well, me. Well, there is that dead space. Yeah, exactly. Between uh, also, I mean, we're hearing it from and seeing it from Harry's point of view. Correct. So for even all in, we even know, in the movies. Florida the Clore just pops out of the lake, like, all exasperated for no reason. Doesn't explain why. We know why. All exasperated. Well, we I hope she got to finish. So my, so my, oh my God, what if Crumb caught them? What so if Crumb face. caught them and it was like, Squid, what the fuck? I thought you loved me. I love Somebody how, write like, that story. My favorite book is book four, and we still end up on the whole, like, giant squid. Florida That's why it's your favorite book, because when you were reading it <sighs> as a... 14-year-old kid, you were like, boy. Was I 14? How did... I don't know. I don't want to fourth book. Maybe you'd be 14, 15, I don't know, 16, I don't know, 17. There's a lot of numbers. Yep. So, 
Last episode, we uh, did yeah. the first chapter you read. Well, the prologue, apparently. The prologue, correct. Yes. Right, the prologue. Um, Pro- prologue. Of Back to School by Fruity, Fruity Rowing. Fruity I love Rowing. that. And today I'm going to read the chapter one. Oh, boy. Last time on Hot and Potter Podcast. <laughs> Hermione was really surprised that her friends Harry and Ron had remembered her birthday. And then... We found out that she's a nudist. <gasps> and then Ginny probably, gives in her racy nudist. We should probably make it clear that um, she's not actually a nudist. It was just funny to read into it that way. I'm sorry. I don't understand what you mean. Yeah, I, know. I, know. I I'm pretty sure we proved it was canon in the last episode. And I don't want to talk about it right now. So can you just please read the first chapter? <laughs> That's fine. I'll jump into the first chapter. Um... <laughs> I guess I should say that, like, the first few paragraphs here are all italicized. That's all I've really noticed so far, but I want to throw okay. that out there. Ooh, this oh is boy. an italicized text. Don't know what uh, that means. Dream sequence? We'll, we'll, we'll see. Miss Granger, please take a seat. Silently, Hermione obeyed the request. She took a seat on the old wooden chair, which was situated across from the man who had spoken to her. He oh sat behind a large oak wood office desk in a yeah, plush office chair with his hands folded neatly in front of him. Oh my god, is this Snape? I this must can't say, be Snape. I was disheartened by your behavior today during class, though I commend you for your extensive knowledge on the subject. I can't help but feel slightly offended that you deem my knowledge on the subject lacking. This sounds like Snape. No, Professor, I... Miss <laughs> Granger. He interrupted her with a hand held up to indi- indicate her to stop speaking. I want to make myself explicitly clear and ask oh, that you refrain from speaking until I am done, he said in a grave tone before continuing on with his oration, not waiting for a response. Though this kind of behavior may have gone unchecked in the past, I would like to remind you that you are a seventh year, as well as older than the rest of your class. I should think Here. that would be reason enough for you to set an example and conduct yourself accordingly. He finished with a stern look. Yes, Professor. I'm truly very sorry. I've meant no disrespect. I lose control of myself sometimes, and, well, uh, I'll make sure that it does not happen ever again, Hermione said with resolve. I should hope not. However, seeing as this was not your first infraction in my class, I'm sure to say that some sort of punishment is in order. I would deduct house points, but I do not think that would be severe enough. I think I will have is to take gonna, points Is he going to spank her? Is he going to spank her? Hope he spanks her. No, Professor. Anything but that. I'll do anything you ask. I need to keep my records. Clean and perfect. Yes, I figured as much. All right. Consider yourself lucky that I do not take pleasure in marring the academic achievements in this... Oh, jeez. English. Marring the academic achievements and the subsequent... Motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, let me let me take a drink here. Let me take a drink. I'll get through this. The subsequent he doesn't want to mar that academic ah. record. Just wants to fuck okay. that. Yes. Marring the academic achievements and the subsequent futures of my students, he said as he stood up from his chair. He made his way around the desk so that as he so that he stood leaning against the desk, mere centimeters from where Hermione sat. Oh boy. I have a project I am working on. However, I will need your full cooperation and obedience. To any and all instructions I give you. Any questions? Yes, Professor. What what will I be? Not waiting for Hermione to finish her sentence, he began to explain his project. I have been trying to alter the full body bind curse so that only certain parts of the body will be bound. Oh In doing God. so, I hope to help the medics at St. Mungo's. Yeah, sure. New, 
spell will only bind the body parts that are being thought of while it is being cast and would yeah. only be used when a certain the body reason. part is affected by a curse. It can be equated to the local anesthesia that muggles have. Hermione's eyes widen with what looked to be anticipation and excitement. The professor she knows could what only muggles have. It was due to the idea that she would be one of the first to learn a newly made spell. Oh my god! I have tested the spell on myself to ensure that it's safe, but I would like to <laughs> test it on a volunteer who is moving about to see how effective the spell is, he finished. Hermione merely nodded her head in understanding and stood up from her chair. Should I just walk around, or... Well, to fully test a spell, I would need you to be on the desk, thrashing about as if you were in pain, the professor said coolly. Again, Hermione nodded her head at the logic behind his reason before she turned to face the desk. That logic! She placed her hands on the desk's top to steady herself. Her left foot leaned forward onto the ball of her foot as she lifted her right knee up to the surface of the desk in order to climb on top. Oh, dear God. What? Oh, my God. What is happening? Did you read ahead? Are you just... No, no, I did is just so hot and potter. Guys, he's just so hot and potter. She just oh. can't handle it right now. God, oh, Harry and Hermione just got him so hot and powdered. Well, that's the thing. We don't even know who this professor is yet. I, it sounds like Snape. Like, and I swear to God. Snape is dead. What, I know. What I'm you... sorry, but that's what it sounds like. Hey, maybe uh, it's just how you're reading it. Well, but, it, but that's what it sounds like. To be clear, like. this is like a, a fl- flash forward a little bit, right? So. I would assume um, so. Or she could be dreaming. I mean, this could all be a dream. No, oh, we skipped that part. At the, at the end of the prologue, it said that they're skipping forward now to where Harry's the has been the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher for at least a month. Oh, so, like, that would have been great information to have. Uh, well, so potentially this is Harry, and I, we're guessing dream. Maybe it's like a daydream. Don't know yet. I mean, it's still that would make all sense by the I, Yeah, that's what italicized text usually means, like thoughts or dreams, I think. Right, right, right. Um, Okay, well, continue. Reese, smut peasant. So is this in Hermione's head? Like, oh, dear God, what is she about? (sighs) Some kinky shit. Hey, you just said that it was always the quiet ones. I guess I have to, hey, I guess I have to take it back. I guess we can guarantee that the quiet ones are always crazy in the sack. You hear it first, guys. It's confirmed. Yeah, um, we still can't guarantee that. Okay, let's, right. let's, I'll keep going here. Petrificus Partialis. Hermione <gasps> felt her legs and arms stiffen. She noted that though she could not move, none of her muscles felt any sort of strain in the current positions. She also noted the uneasiness in the pit of her stomach at the provocative way in which she had been frozen. But she did not comment on it. She was afraid she would offend the professor for accusing him of a lewd act. That could have, in fact, been an innocent blunder. Oh, Tell geez. me, Miss Granger, what body parts can you not move? My arms and legs, sir, she responded quickly. <sighs> All right, I want you to nod your head to show me that you can move it. Hermione me immediately responded by nodding her head. Now try to move your torso. Hermione responded by squirming around a bit to show that she could, in fact, move her upper body. Good, good, he said as he moved closer to Hermione. Her, he heard her gasp in a surprise when his warm body pushed up against her. He pressed his front up against her back, reveling in the feel of her hot body, slowly hot grinding body. his groin against the small of her back. <laughs> Seems like you are at my mercy now, he whispered into Hermione's ear before he let his tongue snake out and trace it along the shell of her ear. I'm going to remind you that absolute obedience is imperative, he growled out as he let his hardened member rub up against her. Oh my god. Hardened? 
members. <laughs> His tongue snaked out to caress the sound of her ear. Okay. All right. How are you feeling right now? Oh Jenna? wow. This is this is good. It's gonna. It's about to get a lot worse. What? I, I just don't... read the next line. Worse. Just... Okay. You cannot read ahead, Zalmer. <laughs> okay. It's gonna get a lot worse. Go. You mean gonna... a lot better? I well, subjectively speaking. Now I'm going to fuck you into this table, and you're going to let me. <laughs> into, the I know... ta- into the table. Wait, wait, wait. He's going to fuck her into the table. Yeah, yeah. And she's. <laughs> and she's going Is to she... let him. What if she then becomes like a new species of like hominoid, where she's half human, half table? <laughs> Yeah, wow. This is just <laughs> instead of into oblivion, it's into that it's... table. You just went there. I'm I'm reading porn right now. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay. Keep reading that porn. Now and, I'm going um... to fuck you into this table and you're going to let me. Because I know you want me just as much as I want you. Oh my god. You're also not going to tell anyone because I know you don't want to blemish your reputation for being the perfect student, he said. Wait, with wait, wait. Whoa, that's not cool. Hey, if I fucked Harry Potter, assuming that this is Harry Potter. I yeah, do, would not be like, oh, no. Find out? Oh, I can't tell everyone I'm fucking Harry Potter. What will they think of me? Oh, God. Oh, Please. God. She would walk into the common room and just get fucking high fives. It's, it's the gonna entire get so way worse. down the there's, hallway there's, to the girl's there's, there's dormitory. Like whole, there's like a whole like three paragraph section here of just like dirty, dirty, dirty smut. So let <laughs> me get through it and then, then we'll have this conversation here. So I'll continue. Because right now, this, this is like the tease, right? Like, you can't just tease people like this. This is fuck, That's fucked up. Right? Oh, am I, I not I, supposed I, to heighten the, you know, that feeling of suspense? Oh, ah, our listeners are on the edge. Oh, my They're gosh. They're on the edge. Hardened member. He let his left hand travel up her creamy left thigh teasingly, relishing oh in the softness of her flesh. It's he took creamy? a step back and let his eyes roam over her body. Already. I must say, Miss Ranger, I've always wondered what was underneath this prim and proper skirt of yours, he said. He flipped the skirt up to be presented with Hermione's white cotton knickers. She forgot the racy ones. She forgot the racy ones. Oh, no. Not her raunchy G-strings. Yep. Yeah, just white cotton. Oh, she's, God. She's going to be super pissed. Whitey Jean- tighties. In her fucking dreams, she's still wearing whitey tighties. Oh my god, Ginny just got, like, that spidey sense, like, oh god, Hermione's in a sexual situation, she's not wearing her raunchy G-strings, what a fucking noob. At least she thinks she would dream about it in, in the racing knickers, you know? <laughs> and Ginny, in her dreams, she's like, oh, Hermione's a fucking right. noob. He let out a loud groan at the sight of the innocent underwear on such a sinful body. Without further thought, he bent down onto his knees so that his face came in line with his prize. Knowing full well he would not be able to remove her knickers given her current position, he simply pushed the white cloth to the side to be awarded with Hermione's glistening womanhood. Glistening (laughs) womanhood. At least it's not moist. I mean, true. Glistening. Maybe it should be. That is a. I like that word choice there. It is nice because it's. They're not like saying wet. Right. Glistening. Like you can tell, it's kind of. And it's it's not as you know. Like shining on the outside, or like she's really wet. Moist. Wow, I've done a number on her, and now I'm gonna fuck her into this table. Slowly, ever so slowly, he placed his left hand left hand on her left calf while placing his right hand on Hermione's bent right knee. He caressed her skin as he drew his hands closer together, finally reaching her delightfully (laughs) firm and plump arse. Now, right foot on green. (laughs) 
He gave each cheek a squeeze before he used his hands to further part the round globes. Right hand blue. Eager to finally be able to taste her, he took one last look before he stuck out his tongue and took a couple of light tentative licks of Hermione's (laughs) outer lips. He added more pressure with each subsequent lick, delving deeper and deeper within her. Unable to wait any longer, he entered her core with his tongue, tasting her essence and quickly becoming addicted to the taste. She's like in there. He lapped at her entrance ever so often before he would continue to fuck her with his tongue, delving deeper within with every pump, trying to drink her in. Dear God. He's just like, let let me criticize. Let's criticize the technique here. Hold up. Oh my gosh. Come on. It's really good. Like I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty hot and pottered. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I think I might, I might have to, Wiggle out of my banana suit. Do we need to take a break here? No, we're good. <laughs> we're good. Yeah, oh, excuse sure? me while I take a masturbation break. Yeah, should we? Uh... What would the what would the song for that be? It would be like masturbation break, boom, <laughs> boom. <laughs> and then there would be like a little ah, and then I'd be like, all right, we're back. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> and we're back. No, then it would be like a ah, and then you would say, and we're back. Oh jeez. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna try to continue with this here. I just assume wow. that it would be a grunt. He would have loved to continue with his missing min ministrations. Ministrations. This has to be Snape, man. This wow. has got to be Snape. He's demanding obedience Snape and he's saying dead. ministration. I know, dead. but this is just this is not Harry. This is too oh like methodical and I don't know. How do you read this? Intelligent. No, I haven't read this. Oh, you just picked a Harry Hermione smut. Yeah, I haven't read any of it. I don't. Okay. I looked he at it. Bl- I was like, Jacon asked for Harmi- Harmony. Why do I always say Harmony? This is some hot and heavy shit you picked. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I mean, hey, the website's adultfanfiction.org. I, I know this, how to source my shit. This is just jumping straight in. Like, chapter one, they are they are getting down and It's like, we're skipping, <laughs> we're skipping a month because I'm going to get to that hot, hot smut. Yep. Yep. All right, keep reading me that uh, smut, Jaycon. He would have loved to continue with his ministrations. That is, if he was not subject to think with his other head. But alas, the tight ache he felt trapped within his trousers made it difficult to continue at such a slow pace. He entered her swiftly with two fingers, reveling at the soft, wet warmth within. Ooh. He let out a loud moan as he continued to pump his fingers in and out of her. Wait, wait, then, was that Harry moaning or was that you reacting to it? Oh, no, that was my reaction, 100%. Oh, okay, I thought Harry was like, oh, as he stuck his fingers in her. What's funny is the next word is, he let out a loud moan <laughs> as he continued to pump his fingers in and out of her. He then yeah. maneuvered his head so that he could use his mouth to latch onto the small bundle of nerves he knew would drive Hermione's crazy. Oh, my he, God, he's really going for it. He, he knows how that clit works. Oh, yeah, he does. He, Get he it, Harry, it. or whoever this man is. He took her clip between his lips and sucked hard while using his tongue. Oh, I don't know. Left. You wouldn't be pretty gentle with that thing. I don't know if you want to just go out like vacuum on it or anything. Yeah, to each of their own. Just, just saying. Moving it. Uh, hey, this is her dreams. She likes That's it. That's true. That's true. She likes it hot and bothered right on there. Hot, hot. You mean hot and potted? He took her clip between his lips and sucked hard while using his tongue, moving it left to right in quick successions to further stimulate the hard nub. Damn. 
When he heard Hermione give out a small cry of arousal, all of his resolve melted away. Within a blink of an eye, he found himself standing behind her, not even bothering to unbuckle his pants. He merely <laughs> lowered the zipper and freed his already weeping member. Oh my god! Weeping member? Oh, I don't... I'm not in... No. I don't know if I like that. It makes it sound like his dick is sad. <laughs> you imagine it like... <laughs> it is decent, you know? It's like, how do you say, like, he's he's pre-cummed his pants? I don't know, like... Already weeping member. I don't know, like, come pulling at the tip of his... I, I don't know. Yeah, Go, continue, yeah. smut peasant. Without much thought, he gave an animalistic growl before he oh, shoved boy. his thick rod into the warm heat. <laughs> he began to relentlessly pound into Hermione, no rhythm being established as he rocked his hips back and forth in a frenzy. Too far gone to actually care about anything but the feel of Hermione's tight pussy squeezing him to completion. No! Fuck, Harry! Fuck me harder! Hermione cried out. So close, she moaned. Fuck! He growled out. Any semblance of control that he may have had before shot out of the room as his hips began to rock faster and harder. The sound of skin slapping skin driving him further with desire as he snuck his right hand around Hermione's body to stimulate her cleanse once more. He was so close. So close. He's been so close for like a paragraph now. Ajax. 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 Oh no, come on. Passage of time. Fuck! Harry cried out as he woke up with a start. Not again. He moaned out in frustration. He had been having the same dream, or a variation of the same dream, in which Hermione always ended up against some sort of hard surface as he pounded into her for the past couple of weeks. Okay. So it was Harry's dream. dream. That's Harry's why you say I'm dream. so smart. It, it's because it's, it's a dream. Ah, I was so confused. Yep, that makes more sense. This makes more sense than this being Hermione's dream. Not that she couldn't have this dream. He is 18, too, so, like, this is totally happening. Oh, yeah. That totally makes sense, yeah. We're, we're gonna get past dream. Say it in Hermione's own words. Hardcore. The uh, the act of Ooh. hardcore fucking. We could get into, you know, the real act <laughs> of hardcore fucking. But, um, I mean, this makes sense. Harry's dreaming about fucking Hermione. <laughs> Who wants is that? Is that just gonna be our recap for, for the next episode? Well, no, that's not, that's like, we're, like, halfway through the chapter. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Continue. Okay. Read me the smut. It had been about two months since Hermione's birthday, the night when he had agreed to be the new Defense Against the Dark Arts professor. He had gone through some intense training and student teaching with the new, with the previous professor until he had been deemed good enough to take on the role by himself. It had been about two weeks since he had started to teach on his own. Without much thought, his hand made his way to his hard member and started to relieve the tension. Only after a few strokes, he came on a tissue, making sure he didn't make a mess, like yesterday. He may have only been 18, but it was ridiculous what? how, how Does often... Does it say like yesterday? Yes. Oh, thank yes. Okay, continue. He may, have, he may have only been 18, but it was ridiculous how often he had to relieve himself. He was just <laughs> glad that he no longer had to share a room with someone. It was embarrassing enough even on his own. He didn't need other people to know how desperately obsessive he was of Hermione. Oh my god. Damn. Wow. Oh my god. He's just gonna like come instantly if he ever gets a chance. She, like, drops her quill, and she's like, oh, no, gotta get my quill. And Defense Against the Dark Arts, Professor Harry's just like, get, um, uh, I just, I gotta, gonna go to the bathroom, you guys do the Defense Against the Dark Arts, and, like, shuffles out of the room. 100%. 100%. <laughs> oh, my God. This is great. This is great. He had been so sure that he had gotten over his feelings for her back in sixth year, Ugh. but it seemed that it had only gotten stronger since then. 
He had always thought that Hermione was pretty, and Merlin knew how often she would visit his dreams. Ever since the summer before fourth year. Okay. Damn. Wow. So this is going back yeah. to when he yeah. was like 13. Dang. He's had yeah. some feelings for a while. But he had put his feelings for her aside once he realized that she had begun to fancy their other best friend. He Aww. had been so sure that he was over her when he began to fancy Cho and then Ginny. That makes but, so much sense. Oh my god. Jacon. This he, is great. But now he knew, as bad as it sounded, they had only been a, a distraction. This, this is what I needed. Yes. <laughs> hey, have I sourced you some smut or what? Ever since he started to teach Defense Against the Dark Arts as a professor at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, there was not a day or night that went by he wasn't either thinking of her or dreaming of doing illicit things to her. Maybe it was because he now knew she looked like underneath her frumpy clothing. They lived in a tent together for over eight months. It was only a matter of time, really. Maybe it I was mean, the fact that he was now her professor that did it. Or, or now that she's a nudist. Now that she's a nudist, I mean, he can see everything under. That was, used to be under her frumpy clothing. Just, I'm just yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which she did adopt, you know, after, you know, the tent life. And yeah, visiting her, her Australian life parents. changed her and Australia. I mean, the Australia. Aboriginal, the Aboriginal culture things. in Australia. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Or that it could simply life. have been the fact that he had been in love with her since forever. Whatever it was, he wanted oh. her. No, he needed her. Damn. When he had agreed to take on the job as a favor to Professor McGonagall, he had thought having Hermione close by would make things easier. Merlin knew how much he had missed her. Nope, that's not right. If he was completely honest with himself, he knew the sole motivation for taking on the job was to make sure that none of those hormonal boys got too close to Hermione. He hated how the whole of I the like male... they're all boys and he's a man. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'm fucking 18, damn it. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> anybody I'm just defense that. against the dark arts teacher. He hated the whole of the male population in Hogwarts was starting to notice her. She had been somewhat of a secret in Harry's mind. Only those who were really close to her were supposed to know how breathtakingly beautiful she is. It didn't help that she kept getting prettier and sexier as she aged. Oh to make God. matters worse, true in the movies, 100%. I mean, God. Emma Watson is a Emma beautiful Watson. lady. Hermione is not supposed to be like naturally beautiful. And Emma, Emma Watson is naturally beautiful. Hermione is just supposed to be a plain girl with bushy brown hair and buck teeth that literally could be anyone. Don't get yeah. me started on movie Hermione. All right, Jacon, just read me the spot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. As as like a, a an age like 13, 14 year old like actress Emma Watson, you know, like she, there was, I mean, she was just a plain girl. Yeah, There's they nothing... did a good job of crimping her hair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Fucking Emma Watson, perfect. Perfect. That's true, but they could have done a better job when she, you know, oh, during yeah. her glow up. I mean, when I was 18 and, and I saw Emma Watson, I feel for you, Harry. I feel oh, for you. Okay. To make matters worse, she was completely and utterly oblivious to the advances of those boys. She didn't even realize the type of power she held over all the males in the school. It was completely unfair. If she had any sort of inkling as to the types of thoughts those gits were having, himself excluded, of course, he had her best interest in mind, she would definitely curse them into the next millennia. However, it seemed Lady Luck had left his side after the death of Voldemort, and he now had to watch as she was chatted up by some slimy git with ulterior motives. He just wished there was a way to decapitate the whole lot of them without being thrown into Azkaban. What? Holy shit, Harry! Harry Merc! 
He couldn't even, okay, I'm sorry. He couldn't even murder Voldemort. And he's going to murder all the people who just think about fucking Hermione. Like, <laughs> Harry. I mean, that, that makes sense. Harry, Harry needs to get laid. <laughs> all right. Oh, oh. <laughs> Harry, Harry needs to get fucked. Almost lost my spot. All right, here we go. Never had he ever been so glad that Hermione did not pay attention to her looks. Always opting for the practical and aesthetic, she made sure to look presentable, but didn't go over the top by spending hours in front of the mirror fixing a minute detail on her person. Harry didn't. Yeah, even... yeah, her bush is trimmed, but she's she's not right, right. worried about the whole thing. Yeah, you know, a little bit of stubble on her legs or armpits or something, but you know, she's not keeping that shit waxed. No, it's Hermione. I mean, she's got books to read. Harry didn't even want to think about what he would have to do to keep his competition away if Hermione ever decided to put more effort in looking good. Oh, Jesus. He also thanked Merlin every day that Hermione was a stickler for the rules and very rarely took off her school robes during class. Otherwise, no one would be able to get any work done during classes. But on those rare occasions that she would shed those overbearing robes, he had to admit it was beyond difficult to focus on anything but her. The classroom was always seemed to heat up a bit as he observed the way her shirt would stretch in the most delicious of ways to outline the contours of her body or how the skirt was almost so tantalizingly long, leaving everything to his imagination. He knew some girls liked to shorten their skirts and attempt to look sexier, but the way Hermione's was always regulation length got him hot and bothered. Not wait, the fact wait, that the- wait. Wait, is Hermione wearing clothes now? Because it's two months in the school year, and she's like, fuck, it okay, is okay, too okay. cold in England. I gotta put these robes on. I guess whenever she's, like, actually at the school, like, oh, in classes, yeah. she, like, she conforms, you know? Oh, um, yeah, just, she's like, a rule. Okay, that makes sense. Like, you have just, to like, wear your school robes. Her oh, and her okay, friends fine, are at fine. home. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> fine. I can uh, see that. She wants to play by the rules. That's fine. But the way Hermione's... Always regulation length got him hot and bothered. Not the fact that they were long. He wasn't some sort of sexual deviant. It was the idea of the long travel it would make up her creamy legs as he reveled what was underneath. Creamy goddess. She's just like wet all the time. Or like creamy white. Yeah, that's just the complexion. Yeah, complexion, yeah. We don't know that Hermione is white. Well, now we do. I mean, in this fanfic she is. But in canon, we don't know that she's white. Sometimes he worried about how obsessive he was becoming. He was becoming stalkerish, though uh-huh. he had always tried to keep an eye out for Hermione in the past, just to make sure uh, she was okay. It had you... come to the point that the only thing he ever noticed was Hermione. He was always aware of her. He was always watching her. Always. Her Sometimes it would Badass. be as innocent as watching her in the library or in the classroom as she tackled her schoolwork with gusto. With those he would titties. Watch as she would smile. With that frown. ass. Oh my god. He would watch as she would smile and frown, depending on what she was reading. Watch as she used her quill smoothly and gracefully as she wrote her essays. Other times, his gaze would turn lecherous as reality became jumbled with his own fantasies. His favorite time to watch, or watch out, for her was during meals in the Great Hall. Being a professor, he now sat at the head table with the other professors, and even though his he missed her company during meals, he had to admit the distance helped keep him in line and far from the danger of jumping her and doing lustful things to her. Oh but in God. all honesty, it was inarguably her fault. It was just sinful, the things she would do to her desserts. It could hardly be called a coincidence that whenever she was finished with her meal, 75% of the males would also be done with their own meals, all leaving rather abruptly with the vague mumblings of going to the loo or their respective rooms. What is she doing to her pudding? 
She's oh just my like, uh, God. Uh, 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 uh. Oh. oh no, it's it's going to it's going to go into detail here. She's Holy just face shit. fucking that cake. Being the daughter of dentists, she would usually choose a juicy peach or some plump strawberries, oh, those God. being her favorite fruits as her dessert. Lord. But rarely, very rarely, she would be in the rebellious mood and oh, indulge no. in a gooey chocolate fudge cake oh, or what? delectable strawberry cheesecake whenever her delicate tongue would dart out to capture any excess juices or frosting off her lips. It took every fiber in his being to stop himself from either hexing all the males blind or going to, over to her and dragging her to some secluded anywhere and have his way with it. Is, okay, and we're just supposed to expect that Hermione is not noticing any of this. Holy shit. She's no, just fucking uh, that cake. Hermione's oblivious. Doesn't feel that all of the boys, or like none of the girls are like, God, Hermione, stop eating cake. Hermione's God, like, oblivious. Stop watching you. Like, I don't believe that. Hermione got stupid in Australia, apparently. I don't think she was ever boy smart, ever. Oh, that's right. I mean, there's, yeah. Okay, fine, fine. I accept it. Fuck, Harry thought aloud as he felt the first stirrings of arousal. If just imagining Hermione eating was getting him aroused, he shuddered to think what would happen if she ever, ever seduced him. He could only imagine that it would end in embarrassment. He's just gonna cop his pants immediately. <laughs> oh my gosh, so he's not even like, it would end in us fucking. Oh my I, I would fuck her against a dungeon wall. No, it's just, I would jizz my pants. And it would be really embarrassing. But it wasn't just that she was sexy as hell that made his heart yearn for her. She was Hermione, his Hermione. She was what? smart, loyal, predictable, oh, and yet God. always managed to surprise him in one way or another. Ugh. It was simple. She's just Hermione. No other explanation was needed. How could he ever attempt to explain the feelings that she stirred within his heart? Though she would be forever grateful to the Weasleys and Ron for being his pseudo-family, he knew in the bottom Damn. of his heart that Hermione meant much more. She wasn't wow. just a friend or a family member. She was his future. With a heavy sigh, Harry sat up to start the morning. He really shouldn't have let his mind wander. Now he would have to take a cold shower. Oh my god, this bitch has already, like, bought the burial plots for both of them. Oh my gosh, Harry's so, this is so sad for Harry. <laughs> Hermione's just Jeez. like, la la la, this cheesecake is so good. And, like, Harry and all the other boys at the table are like, oh, god. And Harry... Harry's like, I'm going to marry that woman. And not just because she's any woman, but because she's Hermione. And I don't need to explain to you why Hermione's great because she's her. What? Okay. Cool. I mean, he's 18. I get it. I think it's funny that, you know, 75% of all the males, so assuming all the straight ones, watch Hermione eat. Yeah. And then every single one of them goes to the bathroom and jacks off afterwards. I'm just Meanwhile, imagining, like, oh, there's, a, could... there's just a line of boners at, after every meal is waiting to use the oh bathroom. Oh my god, Myrtle is just having the fucking time of her life. Oh yeah, she's in there just like <laughs> pretending, pretending to like suck them off while they're like going, jacking themselves off. Oh, you came so quickly this time. <laughs> oh, I must be getting better. I think I've got gifts on my glasses. <laughs> I'll just have to wash it out in the S bend. <laughs> oh god. Uh I love Myrtle. You know what? I wanna read a, a Myrtle and somebody, like Myrtle Cedric pairing or something like that. I think that would yeah. be great. Alright, well now we got the HXHX passage of time, blah blah blah. Jeez. This has all been Harry. This is all just Harry like a I dream wonder, and then waking up. So we're like we're not even five minutes in to like 
yeah. his morning. <laughs> this is just the first five minutes of Harry's morning. Uh, I'm sure next chapter will be Hermione. It, probably. Yeah. Good afternoon, Harry said awkwardly once he saw his students were settled in their seats. Even though it had been a couple of weeks since he had started, he still felt slightly uncomfortable having to stand in front of everyone. Right, or uh, we're going to be doing some new level work today. Oh my in god. preparation for the test at the end of the school year. We'll start off with some simple spells and make our way into doing them non-verbally. Harry finished oh. with a slight nod. Can anyone tell me why it is important to practice non-verbal spells? Harry asked the class, cringing slightly in his mind at how unprofessorly he sounded. To no one's surprise, a hand connected to a frizzy-haired brunette shot up from the front of the room. Miss Granger, Harry corrected himself. <laughs> there are many reasons why performing spells non-verbally is essential. First and foremost, it is simply to make sure that we are able to, to still defend ourselves if we are ever silenced or otherwise unable to say the spell verbally. Another reason is the element of surprise. It gives the witch or wizard casting the spell a small advantage over their opponent. Hermione finished with a small, sheepish smile. Thanks, Hermione. Hermione. I mean, thank you, Miss Granger. <laughs> <laughs> Harry said, scolding himself for making the same mistake twice. Ten points to Gryffindor for a correct answer. Harry added, returning Hermione's smile. Right then, everyone pair up and let's start with a simple disarming spell. This is the only spell that I know, so it will be a great help for me to teach it to you. Does it say that in there? No. <laughs> I mean, it's canon. It's one of the only spells that Harry knows. I want to make sure. I want to make sure. Well, it's a disarming spell. It has to be. Hermione's going to blast some poor, unexpecting atheist across the room. I want to make sure everyone has perfected it before moving on to doing it non verbally. Harry finished. <laughs> Harry eyed the way some of the males in the class were beginning to inch toward Hermione to partner oh up with her. Oh my god. Harry was about to make up some stupid half assed rule about partnering with someone their own size when he saw Jenny take Hermione's hand to indicate that they were partners. Harry sighed with relief as he hit his smirk at the crestfallen faces on, of the males in the class. Hey, I'd read that fic. Granger, partner with me, Harry heard from across the room. He scowled at the voice. Nathaniel Kinlan, the get extraordinaire. Oh. Am Nath I supposed to know who that is? Nathaniel Kinlan. It's in italics, so I'm guessing not. Okay, I think probably that's an original an, character. Yeah, that's an OC. Probably an OC. Yeah. I already have a partner, Hermione responded in irritation. Yeah. <laughs> I already have a partner? Like, are you blind? I already have a partner. Yeah, but not one as dashing as me, he replied Just as he made his way closer to oh, Hermione. my God, somebody punch him in the balls. Hermione completely ignored his response, and the only indication that she made to show that she had in fact hurt him was a snort of indignation. She took yes. Jenny's hand in her own and led the, both of them to where Harry stood, away from big. Nathaniel. Hermione gave, Hermione gave Harry a smile, <laughs> one that showed how proud she was of him, now that he was a professor, and proceeded to continue with what they were assigned. Nathaniel Kentland scowled at being snuffed at it in front of the class. His yeah, face turned bright red before he partnered with a girl who had been hanging onto his robes. Yeah. Her Harry couldn't help but feel a small amount of vindication at the humiliation Nan Nathaniel would be feeling at that moment. The kid thought he was a gift to humanity or something and was a total arse about it, too. Harry didn't like the new kid. He was a transfer student from Bobaton, but was English by blood. His parents had apparently sent him across the channel to protect his sorry arse, afraid from going to school where the rumored Harry Potter was attending would be too dangerous. 
which in all honesty was a fact proven correct not seven months ago but it still rubbed harry the wrong way nathaniel had been sorted into ravenclaw and was a self-proclaimed ladies man if harry hadn't known better he would think nathaniel kenlin was gilderoy lockhart reincarnate she they look similar too. dirty blonde hair with bright blue eyes and a dazzling smile oh yeah this is this is a good oc yes yeah, so now we have the Gilderoy Lockhart that, you know, has that new uh, new book out, his new biography. Uh, you can get that at Barnes & Noble. Just kidding, you can't. Uh, this is just a bit. And now we have this guy! I'm excited. Nice. Harry only really saw the git in, in his class, but he was apparently in all of Hermione's classes. On a oh, number geez. of occasions, Hermione would be spotted with a red flush as she angrily complained about his unwanted advances. Professor Potter, wait, 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 didn't, didn't we, didn't Harry say, like, she was blind to everybody trying to, like, come at her, but, like, Yeah, but, I mean, if he's Gilderoy Lockhart-esque, then he's all like, you and me, (laughs) behind the witch with the hump, let's make out, you know, like, yeah, 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 gotcha, yeah, he's making it, like, extremely clear that he is DTF, as the kids say, (laughs) that's down to fuck. (laughs) <laughs> Professor Potter, uh, Professor Potter, can you tell me if I'm doing this correctly? A whiny voice called over the raucous sounds of the class. Harry could hear Ginny and Hermione giggle at the unwelcome attention he kept receiving from some of the girls in the class. <laughs> All right, looks uh, good. How about we now move on to doing the spell non-verbally? He proceeded to explain the mechanics and theory on how to perform the spell. He let his class practice, noticing that Hermione and Ginny had already mastered nonverbal spells, as well as some of the remaining DA members. His class came to a close. He assigned an essay on nonverbal spells and let his class file out to get to their respective classes. Harry sighed in relief, remembering he was done for the day. He also remembered he did not have to patrol the halls that night, leaving him free to do as he pleased. Waking! Harry? Harry's head shot up to see Hermione standing next to him. You look tired, she continued. She made her way closer to him and let her hands make their way to his shoulders to relieve some of the tension. Harry's mind started to wander as he remembered a dream from two nights previous, which had eerily started out this way. Oh, no. No, just, I, Harry stuttered. Done for the day? Harry finally managed out. Yeah, I was thinking, even though we're in school together, we rarely get to see each other, and I wanted to invite you to dinner, just the two of us, Hermione said with a smile. How could I say you no to that? You can me into the table for dessert. Harry responded with his own smile as he took her hand to lead them down to where the kitchens were. Let's go say hi to Creature and grab some food and then go to my room. I'm also done for the day and I can't wait to spend the evening with you, he finished. Oh. 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 What the fuck? That's, that's the end of this. Oh. Oh, it's the end of the chapter? I thought something else was happening. <laughs> there is a, there's, a long, there's a long author's note here. Does it say anything of importance that we should know? Um, let's see. Scan she that comments up. about no. the original character. Nothing crazy there. Oh, okay, okay. We were right then. Nathaniel, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever fuckface. Uh, she says that she would have used, like, Draco, but that's, uh, you know, that didn't work out. No, that's it. not possible. Thank you, author. <laughs> yeah. For being canon compliant. But also, like, yeah, I would be way too hung up on, on Draco. Just not... Can you imagine Draco's just like, Granger! 
she even says like she's she's trying to make them like as canon as possible like i hope i'm not making hermione or harry out of character oh my goodness no harry's characterization is so good she also is apologizing because she doesn't she's american so she doesn't know british slang that well so she's not like oh oh hence the knickers yeah so she's trying to like balance it out and like use stuff that she knows yeah so in chapter one oh boy how how you feeling how you feeling jacob you're feeling hot and powdered you feeling hot and powdered well p uh harry's uh dream there that was that was pretty intense yeah are your lips glistening (laughs) um Uh, i attempted to say that without laughing but i couldn't i I, I think my my member might be weeping Oh, nothing makes me all giggly like a romance story. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I'm kind of sad it was only a story, but I feel like they have to get, I don't know, they have to get to the point where they, I don't know, maybe kiss first before they get into, like, fucking Hermione into a table. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they'll get there. I think we should make the episode title for this episode, uh, Fucked Into a Table. Oh, well, uh... <laughs> oh, I think a uh, wet dream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. That's good. Nocturnal emissions. (laughs) Yes! Oh, my gosh. Nocturnal emissions? Yeah. (gasps) Wait, no, no, no. Nocturnal ministrations. No. Oh, come on. Nocturnal emissions was way better. What? Because he was performing his ministrations on Hermione. Remember? Yeah, but that that was so weird. Oh, I thought it was good. All right, fine. I'm turning on mission. Cool. I I don't know how to do an outro. What is, what the? Um. All right, an outro. All right. Well, that was uh, episode two of the Hot and Pottered podcast, which we're going to title Nocturnal Emissions. That that'll get you hot and pottered. Oh boy, yeah. Oh, like episode so one. Episode oh. one was like a tease. Oh yeah. Like things to come. Then, episode two, we we just, just got like, in there. Straight hot and finger heavy. Oh, hot and heavy. Oh, yeah. oh no, point. that was full on. They were full on banging. I know, right? I know, but it started with finger banging. Right to the edge. Right to the edge. Right to the edge. And then he jizzed his pants. Well, woke up. Yeah, he jizzed his pants and he woke up. No, he had to. He had to finish himself. Is what he said. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh jeez. Well, all right. This is a great outro. Okay. Well. Oh yeah. This is, this is See? classic. We should, just talk about, three. we should just talk about jizz for a little bit longer, and then we'll wrap jizz. it up. Ooh, right. the hot streams of my weeping of member. Come from his weeping member. <laughs>